Today is the 28th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's wonderful to be here with you today as we greet a shiny, sparkly new week. It's out in front of us, friends. We may have uh, we may have destroyed last week, but that doesn't mean this week has to be destroyed. But we all do what we do with the choices and the thoughts and the actions in our lives. And so coming to the scriptures to inform us each and every day is, is the orientation that we need to take the next step forward. And so that's why, why we're here around the global campfire today. And it's a brand new week. Before we end this week, we will have concluded our first month together. Can you believe it? But that's a few days in our future. We'll read from the New English translation this week. We are we are learning of Moses. We've learned his origin story as a baby hidden in a basket in the Nile River. We've seen kind of the way he grew up kind of Hebrew, like ethnically Hebrew, but he grew up educated as a royal, but he committed a murder against an Egyptian and ran away and kind of grew up on the run and was away from his people, but God has called him in a burning bush. And he and his brother Aaron have gone back to the people and they are now asking to be set free by Pharaoh, who is not uh, not really interested in hearing what they have to say. And so God is beginning to intervene on their behalf, and that's where we pick up the story. Exodus chapter 5, verse 22 through 7, verse 25. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you caused trouble for this people? Why did you ever send me? From the time I went to speak to Pharaoh in your name, he has caused trouble for this people, and you have certainly not rescued them. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. For compelled by my strong hand, he will release them, and by my strong hand, he will drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I was not known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as resident foreigners. I have also heard the groaning of the Israelites whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore tell the Israelites, I am the Lord, I will bring you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will rescue you from the hard labor they impose, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to myself for a people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses told this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and hard labor. And the Lord said to Moses, Go tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he must release the Israelites from his land. 
But Moses replied to the Lord, If the Israelites did not listen to me, then how will Pharaoh listen to me, since I speak with difficulty? The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge for the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. These were the heads of their father's households. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were Hanok and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Oad, Jakin, Zoar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. Now these were the names of the sons of Levi according to their records. Gershon, Koath, and Merari. The length of Levi's life was 137 years. The sons of Gershon by their families were Libni and Shimei. The sons of Koath were Amram, Itzhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The length of Koath's life was 133 years. The sons of Merari were Mali and Mushi. These were the clans of Levi according to their records. Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she bore him Aaron and Moses. The length of Amram's life was 137 years. The sons of Ishar were Korah, Nepheg, and Zikri. The sons of Uziel were Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sithri. Aaron married Elisheba, the daughter of Aminadab and sister of Nashon, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Asir, Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These were the Korahite clans. Now Eleazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phinehas. These were the heads of the father's households of Levi, according to their clans. It was the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. They were the men who were speaking to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, in order to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. It was the same Moses and Aaron. When the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I am telling you. But Moses said before the Lord, Since I speak with difficulty, why should Pharaoh listen to me? So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to speak everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh that he must release the Israelites from his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and although I will multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt, Pharaoh will not listen to you. I will reach into Egypt and bring out my regiments, my people the Israelites, from the land of Egypt with great acts of judgment. Then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I extend my hand over Egypt and bring the Israelites out from among them. And Moses and Aaron did so. They did just as the Lord commanded them. Now Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Do a miracle, and you say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh. It will become a snake. When Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh, they did so, just as the Lord had commanded them. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a snake. 
Then Pharaoh also summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the magicians of Egypt, by their secret arts, did the same thing. Each man threw down his staff, and the staffs became snakes. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he did not listen to them, just as the Lord had predicted. The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hard. He refuses to release the people. Go to Pharaoh in the morning when he goes out to the water. Position yourself to meet him by the edge of the Nile and take in your hand the staff that was turned into a snake. Tell him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to you to say, Release my people that they may serve me in the wilderness. But until now you have not listened. This is what the Lord has said. By this you will know that I am the Lord. I am going to strike the water of the Nile with the staff that is in my hand, and it will be turned into blood. Fish in the Nile will die, the Nile will stink, and the Egyptians will be unable to drink water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over Egypt's waters over their rivers, over their canals, over their ponds, and over all their reservoirs, so that it becomes blood. There will be blood everywhere in the land of Egypt, even in wooden and stone containers. Moses and Aaron did so, just as the Lord had commanded. He raised the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile right before the eyes of Pharaoh and his servants, and all the water that was in the Nile was turned to blood. When the fish that were in the Nile died, the Nile began to stink so that the Egyptians could not drink water from the Nile. There was blood everywhere in the land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts, and so Pharaoh's heart remained hard, and he refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. And Pharaoh turned and went into his house. He did not pay any attention to this. All the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink because they could not drink any of the water of the Nile. Seven days passed after the Lord struck the Nile. Matthew 18, 21 through 19, 12. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother who sins against me? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, Not seven times, I tell you, but seventy-seven times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his slaves. As he began settling his accounts, a man who owed 10,000 talents was brought to him. Because he was not able to repay it, The Lord ordered him to be sold along with his wife, children, and whatever he possessed, and repayment to be made. Then the slave threw himself to the ground before him, saying, Be patient with me, and I will repay you everything. The Lord had compassion on that slave and released him and forgave him the debt. After he went out, that same slave found one of his fellow slaves who owed him 100 silver coins. So he grabbed him by the throat and started to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe me. Then his fellow slave threw himself down and begged him, Be patient with me and I will repay you. But he refused. 
Instead, he went out and threw him in prison until he repaid the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were very upset and went and told their Lord everything that had taken place. Then his Lord called the first slave and said to him, Evil slave, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not have shown mercy to your fellow slave, just as I showed it to you? And in anger, his Lord turned him over to the prison guards to torture him until he repaid all he owed. So also my heavenly Father will do to you if each of you does not forgive your brother from your heart. Now when Jesus finished these sayings, he left Galilee and went to the region of Judea beyond the Jordan River. Large crowds followed him and he healed them there. Then some Pharisees came to him in order to test him. They asked, Is it lawful to divorce a wife for any cause? He answered, Have you not read that from the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and will be united with his wife and the two will become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her? Jesus said to them, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because of your hard hearts. But from the beginning, it was not this way. Now I say to you that whoever divorces his wife, except for immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If this is the case of a husband with a wife, it is better not to marry. He said to them, Not everyone can accept this statement, except those to whom it has been given. For there are some eunuchs who were that way from birth, and some who were made eunuchs by others, and some who became eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who is able to accept this should accept it. Psalm 23 A Psalm of David The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He takes me to lush pastures. He leads me to refreshing water. He restores my strength. He leads me down the right paths for the sake of his reputation. Even when I must walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff reassure me. You prepare a feast before me in plain sight of my enemies. You refresh my head with oil. My cup is completely full. Surely your goodness and faithfulness will pursue me all my days, and I will live in the Lord's house for the rest of my life. Proverbs 5, 22-23 The wicked will be captured by his own iniquities, and he will be held by the cords of his own sin. He will die because there was no discipline. Because of the greatness of his folly, 
he will reel. Father, we thank you for your word. And as we move into this new week and continue this story in Exodus of you invading on behalf of your people, and we watch that unfold, let us see and hear what we need to see and hear. And as we continue through Matthew, oh Jesus, we love you. Just watching you navigate shows us what life can look like, but also what opposes it. And so Holy Spirit, show us how to walk in the paths of our Savior, Jesus. We ask this in his name. Amen. Hey family, it's Beloved in Bakersfield. Please join me as we pray for Behold the Son from California who called in for his 18-year-old son with heart issues and for their relationship. Father God, I thank you so much for this brother who's been listening for the last seven years and who has been praying diligently behind the scenes. Father, we thank you for him calling in, um, voicing his his prayer and, and pleading on behalf of his son. Lord, we petition you, we come alongside our brother and ask that you would allow for the two chambers that are not working properly to just open. Lord, you, Lord, you um, constructed this heart, you authored it, and Father, we are just praying that you would author those two valves to, to open. Um, again, we, we pray for your will to be done, and I pray that uh, Behold the Son would continue just to draw closer to you in this situation. Um, Lord, we just ask for his son for the whatever past um, hurt or um, thoughts that he is dwelling on that um, may or may not be true, Lord, that he would remember you and remember the reconciliation um, that you have provided him and that he in turn would reconcile and uh, forgive and um, want a relationship with his dad, um, especially if his time is limited, Lord. Um, Father, we just pray reconciliation over this relationship. We pray your goodness and your truth. Um, we bind anything that is not going to edify this relationship. It has no place. We rebuke whatever evil or sin or um, chains, we break them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, by the blood of his um, salvation. We pray that over this relationship, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hi, beautiful family. This is Prisoner of Hope. Aaron from Houston. Your cousin Kevin is in a better place, but still has a lot of struggle. Um, the enemy is that is working overtime and he's discouraged and worried about his future. And you've had a rough start this year. So we are praying for both of you. Altali Hallie, I am praying for Lon and the reconciliation with his son, Jason, just that the Lord will have a hand in that. Um, and bring him comfort as well as he waits. Trejan, you just, uh, you called in one time. You're usually really positive, but you were kind of despondent this last time, this, or this one time you called in. You said it's the worst case scenario. Um, you don't know what you can do, but all you can do is lean on the Lord. That is the best thing you can do. We are praying for you, brother. Melody from Washington, your mother is in California and has dementia and has a caretaker and the caretaker is having surgery. You're not sure how to find another person. She's in a rural area. And then your brother with mental and physical disabilities is having a colonoscopy and it's scary for him. And you're having to put your dog Bentley down. Uh, this is a lot on your plate. We are praying for you. The farmer's wife, um, you said your husband has a mean side to him. He tears you down over and over. Uh, you went outside the marriage and you're not proud of it. 
Um, you said you might be pregnant with uh, your husband's baby, but you don't want to be. And you're just lonely and hurt and broken. And we're praying for you and your husband as well. Um, a man called in. You said your computer crashed and you have years worth of songs on it. And it's extremely expensive repair and you don't know what to do. You sounded overwhelmed. Oh, beloved Father, mighty God, we come to you in desperation for the challenges that each of these people are facing. Please grant them strength and courage in their brokenness and despair. They are so overwhelmed, Lord. Would you please bring them word of your unfailing love, of your grace, your mercy, your goodness. Please rescue them from the enemy, Lord. May they hide themselves in you. May you do what is best for them. We ask this in your the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, my wonderful DAB family. This is Rosie, a.k.a. Great to be Free in Jesus, on January 18th. Favoritism is one of the many ways we sin in parenting our children. One of many ways we may make adverse, lasting impressions on our children. So what do we do with our inner agony over the way our sin has impacted our children? Joseph helps us with that. It was Jacob's sin of favoritism that filled Joseph's brothers with murderous hate toward him and led them to sell him into slavery. And yet when his brothers came to Egypt years later, he said to them, Don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. Genesis 45.5 Joseph was able to see how God used even the great sin against him to accomplish his good purposes in his own life and that of his people. Joseph's God is our God. We can trust that he is able to use our sins and failures as parents, our inconsistencies and our hypocrisies, and even our cruelties to accomplish his good purposes in the lives of our children. Lord, we see again and again in the scriptures that you redeem the worst situations and the most st stubborn people but sometimes we find it hard to trust that you can redeem the things that we've done and failed to do in the lives of our children and grandchildren. Will you show us how our attitudes and actions impact them in ways that pain them and shape who they will be as a parent someday? And will you give us the faith to trust in your providential plan for them as well as your grace towards us? In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Hey, DAB family, this is Byron out in Florida. Hope you guys are doing well. I could use your prayers over something. Uh, my wife's father, uh, his name is Jorge, he's been diagnosed with colon cancer. They're calling it stage four. Um, and they also, through a scan, found some lesions on his liver, which they will be biopsying to determine whether that's cancer too. So, you know, he almost died last year and it was through a miracle that he survived. And now we're looking at this and I just ask that, you know, there can be healing in this situation. They plan to take out all the cancer and go through chemo. And we're just asking that that can be turned around. Um, my wife is very close to her dad. I just ask her special prayers there. She thinks about the implications of what this might mean. Uh, she lost her mother years ago through cancer and it was very quick. And so it seems like things are trying to repeat themselves. But we know there can be a different narrative. Uh, but we just ask for the best to come out in prayer. I just thank you guys for lifting up my family. Uh, bless you all. Bye.